Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jess Duplantis. Thank you for tuning in today. Hello, Kathy. How are you hello, doing? Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Duplantis. So great to be here today with everybody. That's a blessing of the Lord. You know, people really love these. This is our boardroom here, and they really love these kind of boardroom chats that we have. You know, I read one of the comments that somebody says they feel like they're across the table from us, and that's really what we were hoping for. Praise the Lord, and what a blessing of God that is. You are that close. Faith destroys all distance between us and you. Mm -hmm. It's just literally that simple. Now, you know, last week, I think, when we, we talked about prosperity. Mm -hmm. I mean, thousands upon thousands of you viewed this thing, and it, because maybe you need some finance or I don't know. You know, I, I started to do part two of it. I love you know, that. The more I saw that, I, I Well, it's up, such I a like, beautiful, a big subject. Oh, you can't cover well, I, it in just 30 minutes. I thought about doing minutes. something else, and the Lord began to deal with me. Um, Chrissy, one of the girls that worked for me, she gave me a card, and, uh, and when she, that came up in my mind. I said, let's use that, and, uh, you know, we'll talk about part two. You know, prosperity is spoken so, so much about and usually not on the good side because there's some people that are prosperous, uh, and they fall in love with money, and money is and the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money. Mm -hmm. Money is just a tool that you use in the economic world. Mm -hmm. I want I, you know. I want you to understand what God thinks about you, what God wants you to have in this life, not when you get to heaven. Well, the Our Father prayer says, "Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done." Where on earth? As it is where in heaven. Now that's Jesus <laughs> talking, right? That's, that's right. That's what he said. When you pray, say. It. See, that so, was his example of how we should pray. And every example Jesus says is right. That's a lot of good things to expect. Now, this verse <laughs> I want to read to you. You have used this verse so many times over our years uh -huh. of marriage. Uh, when we were believing God for a house, when mm -hmm. we were believing God for building a house, or we were believing God just about anything, you had this verse stuck on a refrigerator. Yeah, it was I'm a, surprised it was you didn't magnet. have it stuck on your forehead. You know? <laughs> well, it was in my heart for sure, <laughs> yeah, for but sure. it was on my refrigerator. Right. And I loved it. And, and you would it, go by it. I mean, I would look at it, read it every day, and remind right. myself about what God has in mind for me. And what and a you. blessing of the Lord. And I want to go to that. It's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. I'm going to read the Old King James, and I'm going to read another translation. It says in Jeremiah 20, 29, verse 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace, that's possession of adequate resource, and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Mm -hmm. Now watch it. In another translation, it says, For I know the plans and thoughts I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's so right. that's what God is saying about us. How can anybody speak evil of prosperity when God says, Oh, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you? Mm -hmm. Now that's amazing to me. You know, and people are worried so much about you getting greedy. You know what? Let me tell you something about God. He trusts you more than people do. You know, the prosperity is talked about from Genesis to Revelation. Right. Everywhere you go, you see what I'm saying? And it's not a money message. Everybody thinks it's a money message. It's not a money message. It's a prosperous message. Money is in it You're because right. we live in an economic world. Right. So I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you. How many times I heard... Even as a kid growing up in catechism, growing up, my mom and dad got saved. We even went to Sunday school. And they said, boy, you better watch it. Man, you make God mad, he'll kill you. Well, that don't, it don't say that. It says, I, I'm not going to harm you. I want to help you. I want to bless you. I want to bless you in the city, in the field, going in and going out. Now, the reason why I believe that God wants us to talk again on prosperity, because some of you are financially hurting, see, and all this stuff that's going on. And, and let me tell you something. You can stop that today. 
How are we going to do that? By believing and saying what God says. That's right. I want you to read Jeremiah 29, verse 11 in the Amplified. Now, this really amplifies it. What it means, it, it, it makes it bigger so you cannot misunderstand it. Read that for me, Kathy. Uh, it says, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare <gasps> and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. I'll, can I read verse 12? Yes, you it can. It says, then you will call upon me and you will come and, and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. Verse 13 goes on to say, then you will seek me, inquire for, and require me as your vital necessity and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And I will be found I'll by you. Where are you going, then, Mom? You read the whole. Well, Bible. it just keeps getting better. I think one more verse. One Run more verse. verse. Okay, that's good. You, <laughs> and you, I, you give you give a, a preacher a microphone. She just go forever. Well, go ahead, Kat. Go it's ahead. just so powerful. Oh, yes, verse it fourteen. Is. It says God's, right. God's promise. God's answer says, <laughs> "I will be found by you," says the Lord, "and I will release you from captivity and gather you from all the nations and all the places for which I've driven you," says the Lord, "and I will bring you back to the place from which." I cause you to be carried away captive. God has a good plan for all of us. There is not one bad thing in all those verses. He's looking out for us. He's a not, good God. Did you hear that? Thoughts of plan, a peace, thoughts of blessing, th telling you where he's going to bring yeah, he you. He says, even if you've gone away from me, I have a plan to bring you back. Right. Into a, into a wonderful place. Think about that for a minute, plan. ladies and gentlemen. That's what God thinks. And I like the old, old King James, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Hmm. Not just of you, but he's also thinking towards you. Thoughts and plans. How can I, watch this. I'm going to make somebody mad when I say this. How can I bless Jesse today? How can I bless Kathy today? Watch it. What's your name, Shirley? How can I bless Shirley today? How about you, Jack? How can I bless Jack today? What can I do because Jack and Shirley really loves me? I think I'm going to bless them spiritually. No, I think I'm going to bless them physically too. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm going to bless them spiritually, physically, and financially. Yeah, and Deuteronomy 28 Ooh. says, I think I'm going to bless them in the field. I think I'm going to bless them in the city. I think Amen. I'm going to bless them going in and going out. Everywhere. Everything they set their hand to do, the word says, I will prosper it. And, and yet, that's when we believe him. <laughs> I have been totally criticized because people think the only thing I preach is prosperity. No, that's what you notice. You see, see, you notice it because you want it. They probably need it. Yeah, as you well. notice it because you want it. And you know, they've just bought into the lie. Let of me the say enemy. it again. You notice it because you want it. That's right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I've had some people tell me this and tell tell you that, and, I, and uh, they'll say, "Boy, you know, you got a nice house. Well, you think I'm a you think I'm a bill of ugly one?" <laughs> Oh, you got a nice house. Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? You think you think my house is nice here? Wait till you get to heaven. Oh, Lord, you're going to have a flaming fit when you see what God has prepared for me there. But the Bible says his will be done here right. as it is there. And you talked about a few minutes ago about how you had a different mindset as a child. As but a child. I really didn't have that because we really were indifferent to the God. We never really read the Bible. I didn't think about it one mm -hmm. way or the other. But once I came to know Jesus, I started finding out about all the good things that he has for well, us. Well, you know, as a ch you brought that up as a child. I used to hear my mom. My mom and them got born again, and uh, they really start talking about God a lot. Now, we were born and raised Catholic, but I mean, my mom and them got saved, and, and it, that means being born again. And uh, they, they, they began to talk about how good God is. And I got to looking around, Kath, I said, yeah, God ain't too good in this trailer here. <laughs> we live in this trailer. And, and you know, we, mom and dad struggled all the days of their life. And now we said, you know, God's going to bless us. And I used to think, well, when? You know, why? I mean, why? I used to watch my mother. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We didn't have a, a dryer that you dry clothes in. 
You have to hang them on a the line. You remember that when people would hang their clothes on a line? I don't know. Now I know I'm going back a lot of years. And, uh, and they would hang them on a the line. And we live in South Louisiana. And in the summertime, we got mosquitoes big as pelicans. You yeah, they, some said, people say it's our state bird. <laughs> I believe it is. I'll tell you one thing. And I would literally watch these mosquitoes bite my mom. And literally, she'd be slapping her, and there would be blood on her legs from them biting her. Yes. And I used to think, well, if God is so good, how come mama got to go out there and let the mosquitoes just eat her lunch? And I, so I, I wasn't mad at God, but I never could figure it out. You know why I couldn't figure it out, ladies and gentlemen? Because it was wrong. What the church was saying was wrong. God want to bless you in the city, in the field, going in, going out. He says, I know the, for I know the plan. He, he wasn't believing for him. He already mm -hmm. knows what yeah. he wants to do. Yeah. Plans for you to prosper and not to harm you. Well, even as a child, you knew that wasn't right. right. God put it in, in your heart. I remember, I believe he did, even though you really didn't live for him or know him. No, well, I didn't. You, you got your mama a wash and dryer, didn't you, as a, a small okay. Tell yeah. that's such a precious story. Oh, Lord. I always was a worker, okay? Always. And generous. And, and gen I've been generous all my life and still will be to the... Jesus comes, I'll go by the way of the grave. Watch this. Everybody bought everything at Sears. Then it wasn't called Sears. It was called Sears and, and Roebuck. Roebuck. Who is Roebuck? <laughs> you know? Sears and Roebuck, you know? And uh, anyway, to make a long story short, I, I, I've been working full-time since I'm 11 years old. You can't do that today. I mean, I believe you got to be at least 16 or something like that. I had an eight-hour job at 11 years old, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I worked from 3 o'clock in the afternoon to 11.30 at night. That's right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then on Saturday, I worked from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at a grocery store called the IGA Food Liner. Now, I still had to go to school. We got out of school at 2.30, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, and the bus would drop me off uh, because uh, we was only about five minutes away from the grocery store, and I'd start work. Now, watch this. So I always was a man. I'd save, I'd save my money. And you also, at one point, even maybe before that, had a little job where you cut grass. Cut grass, did everything. I always had a little money in my pocket because I was always working. I mean, I looked like, you know, green like, like the hornet, the green <laughs> hornet. You know, I'd get grass juice all over, but boy, I was cutting that grass. And all, you know, and they paid you a dollar. And that was a big yard. You was a little entrepreneur. <laughs> I tried to be anyway. So watch this. I started making a little money working, you know, and things that nature and I remember how many times the mosquitoes would just eat mama's lunch boy but she never she never complained about it she just slapped the mosquitoes and all that kind of stuff on his clothesline well when I got about 14 years old I went to Sears and Roebuck now this is this is a true story and the, I said I want to buy a washer and a dryer and the guy looked at me and said where your mama where your daddy I said no no you're talking to me he said excuse me I said I want to buy a washer and a dryer they said, yeah, but where's your mother and father? I said, I'm going to buy it for my mom. I wanted to be surprised. Well, young man, how are you going to pay for it? I said, would cash help you? He goes, oh, yeah, cash would help me. He couldn't believe that here's a 14-year-old kid wanting to buy a washer and a dryer. I said, I want you to deliver it to Juanita Street on the Coto Road. I can't remember the uh, address. Uh, yeah. He said, okay. I said, when can you do that? He says, well, as soon as you give me the money, we pay for it. And I said, I want you to pay to hook it up to, because Daddy wasn't too good at that stuff anyway. You, like, you, you know, weren't I, either. I wasn't either. <laughs> and they said, we'll do that. So that was an extra five yeah. bucks or seven well, that's bucks. Not bad. I said, Mama, and I figured that Mama, I used to hear talk about a dryer. Boy, if I get a wash and a dryer, you know. And um, they used to you used to wash it with, on a washboard, you know, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And you had a thing like you would squeeze the ringer. water out. Yeah, yeah we had one and, of those. And uh, we were to make a long story short. I said, uh, so it, I forgot now, I think the dryer was $55, no, uh, $65, and the washer was something like $55. <laughs> 
That was a lot of money back you then. You have a great Ooh, memory. Yeah, I remember that because I'd say <laughs> worked hard. Yeah. And the five bucks or whatever to hook it all up. Okay. All right. And he said, well, we'll deliver tomorrow, usually probably about 1130, something like that. And I had to go to work at, at, at three o'clock. So I knew that. It, it, but it was, it, you know, it was, I was off that time. So I'm in the back. My little bedroom was at the back of the trailer. I mean, the bedroom wasn't big as this table. It looked like I go look at it now when I see, God, how, how did I recognize size? But you don't when you're young. Anyway, so anyway, man knocks on the door like that, and he says, excuse me, are you Velma the Planners? And um, she said, yes, I am. She said, well, we're here to, to deliver you a washer and your dryer. She said, excuse me? She said, uh, we're here to deliver you a washer and a dryer. She said, I haven't bought a washer and a dryer. He said, well, it's on my paperwork here. It, 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 you, this is such such Juanita Street. Yeah, you Velma. Yeah. Well, you have a washer and a dryer. Now my dad was coming out of the bathroom, and she turned around. And she said, "Paul, did you buy me a washer and a dryer?" He goes, "No." He said, "I can't. We we can't afford that. We don't have that." You know, he said, "Can't buy." And she said, "Sir, I think you've got the wrong house." He said, "Ma'am, are you?" I forgot now. I wish I remembered the address. It was Juanita Street. <coughs> I, I, he said, "This is Juanita." Street. I said, "He said yes." She said, "Well, well, who bought it?" And I was in the back. She said, "Well, a boy named." Uh, Jesse DePlantis. She goes, Jesse DePlantis? That's my son. She said, well, he said, well, I, no, I don't know who he is. He's the delivery man, see? But he's the one bought it. It's, it's paid cash paper. for it. It's on the paper. It's, it's on the work order. So I was in the back. She goes, Jesse! She hollered like crazy. That was just roared, you know. And I came and she looked at me. She said, what did you do? I said, well, Mom, you know, I work hard. I'm tired of the mosquitoes eating up your legs and all that kind of stuff. And I thought maybe you would like to have this. And so I, I purchased it. Well, boy, she started crying and daddy started crying. I'm the one that should have been crying because I spent all my money. You know, I had, you know? But I, it touches me when I think about that. She said, oh, you serious? She never forgot that mm-hmm. all the days of her life. I mean, many, many, many years after I was married to you, she said, you know what, Jesse? That's why she didn't mind picking up your dirty clothes off the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just drop them wherever. Your mama wash them my every day. My mama said drop They're them where you are, buddy. And you, and you, probably y'all didn't have room you, to have a You need to hand. learn that from my mother. But she need to learn that from my mama. But she said, I'm I ain't your mama. I'm, that's right. I'm not your mama. I ain't your mama. So, but uh, she couldn't get over that. I mean, so she called all my aunts. I mean, I was the talk of the town there for about a year, you know. But she never forgot it. Now, why? I had a plan in my mind to prosper her. Mm-hmm. I couldn't call it prosper. I didn't know what that was. I just wanted her to not get eat up by mosquitoes yeah, the no more. the washing machine and the dryer were more important than the money Right. To you. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That's what prosperity is. Mm-hmm. What is more important than the money? You see, I want to read that scripture again. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Or in other words, I want to do something good for you. Now, what do you need today? What do you desire today? What do you want today? Spiritual, physical, financial. Would you think about that for a minute? Think about it. In fact, if you've got a pencil and a paper, just write it down. It's important. Papa said present that. a petition and a supplication with thanksgiving because at the end of this thing, we're going to pray for you to receive those things. They yeah. can be spiritual. They can be physical. They can be financial. They can be all three. Right. And Jesse, it's, a part of, it's about expecting, and that's our theme for this mm-hmm. year. Great expectation gets great results. And when you right. read what's in the Word of God, what belongs to you, it's important that you have faith for it mm-hmm. and expect it. 
right? Right. Well, well you, she knows so somebody expecting because like she, she was expecting one now. And you had Jody, right? <laughs> yeah. But, and you produced a great result. But I also which was expected Jody. other things. I expected you to get born again when right. I got saved. I started praying for you. I expected our. And the odds a, was the I was needs, not going to get saved. Met. Well, well, you know, I was such a heathen, you know. We just I came to our fifth. I didn't look at the odds. We just, we just had our 50th <laughs> wedding anniversary, and she wrote in the magazine. You might get our magazine. 40, we were married 50 years, 45 years of heaven. Heaven and five years of hell. Five years of hell. And the hell <laughs> part was my part, you know That's what I'm saying? That's before we knew Jesus. Oh, yeah, we didn't know, know, know the Lord at all. But yet, even when we did not know the Lord, God had a plan for us. Mm-hmm. I, I, I told this to Kathy. Uh, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. I was born in Algiers, which is the West Bank of New Orleans. Kathy was born in Homer, Louisiana, which is about uh, what, an four, hour away, hour, 50 about miles away. away. To make a long story short, my mother would never get off the West Bank. You understand what I'm saying? My dad worked for Getty Oil Company. Well, my father got transferred to Homa, which is 50 miles away. Mama said, we ain't going to Homa. And my mama said something we did what mama said, you know. Usually. Or usually. But daddy said, <laughs> he said, well, listen, if I, don't, if I don't take this transfer, they're going to fire me. I got to have it. What's in Homa? Let me tell you what was in Homa. Her. <laughs> now, we didn't know that at that time. I honestly believe our, God had this plan that God saw this ministry. Isn't that sweet? Had this plan. That the only way I would have ever met Kathy is if I'd have moved to home of Louisiana. Let me show you how much the devil tried to stop me from meeting her. She went to a totally different school. She went to South Terrebonne High School. Three years apart, too. Right, and three years apart. And I went to Terrebonne High School. Mm-hmm. I went to the good school. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it was a rival That's of a football true. team. We were the better team. Yeah, yeah I don't we think had the best so. Band. We still argued about that. We had that. the best band, marching band, because I was in and the And y'all band. did beat us a couple of times. Many times. Oh, listen Probably time. after you graduated, though. You weren't there anymore. You had no responsibility. That's true. That's true. You know, when, when they lost me, they lost a lot of faith. <laughs> That's but true. Anyway, so to make a long story short. the way you short, like to believe it is. It, the chances of me meeting Kathy would not happen. I get a job. Always had to do with a job. At a swimming pool. It was a public swimming pool. Guess who shows up at the swimming pool? Kathy in a bikini. And all her sisters in bikinis. I ain't seen them in bikinis since. I don't remember wearing a bikini. Oh, you wore a bikini. I'll tell you what color it was. It was brown and white. That's how much I knew. Mm -hmm. I said, who's this girl? I said, what's up? What's up, baby? (laughs) I was young. You should have seen me when I was young. I'd have married myself. But anyway. Look at it. I always say he's a legend in his own yes, mind. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is my story. I'm going to say it Finish the way the I want to say it. Finish the story, please. Anyway, I meet her there. God <laughs> had that in mind because he had this ministry in mind. Praise. Now, see, what you recognize, you might see the plane I'm flying or the car I'm driving or the house I'm living in. That's part of the plan, but that's not the biggest part of the plan. The biggest part of the plan that was we're doing right now right. was to preach this gospel to you because some of you may need a car. <clears throat> Some of you may need a house, but you don't have a plan for it because you think, well, you know, I just have to take what comes down my comes down the pike. No, you don't. You can change that. We have a thing that we do here called Faith the Facts. I hope you can watch it sometime. It's only about five minutes long. We don't fear the facts. We don't even face yeah, the facts. Yeah, you do one every week, I right. think. Right. We faith the facts. You can change those facts, see? Even I'm not denying what you see it. I'm denying it's, it's right. Why? Because of Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans <coughs> I have for you. This is God talking. But it's still just, even though God has a plan, we still have a responsibility oh, yes. to obey God. Oh, sure. Apply his word and put faith with it. And yeah. so that it's 
That's even in the marriage. That's even the marriage company. He said, "Do you take this woman to love and cherish and to obey?" <laughs> you know, I always thought that was for you. Huh? I'm still trying to get out of that. <laughs> but she said, "No, it's for you, Jesse." <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? we work together. We work together. So watch it when you understand that he wants to, and he used the word prosper you. <clears throat> Why is everybody mad about that? Why? I mean, and I don't mean this to sound hard, but if you're struggling right now, you can't pay your rent, all this kind of stuff, how's, how's that working out for you? Yeah. That's called poverty. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel good when you get up in the morning and go, praise God, I can't pay my rent today. Poverty oh, is a oh, curse. It's no. a curse, ladies and gentlemen. I said that la last week. I'm going to say it again. It's a curse, but prosperity is a blessing. Yet people struggle with that, and it's not your fault. Yeah. It is the teachings of the church. Right. If poverty is so wonderful, then how come they ask you to give to them every time you come to church? Hmm. You see, it doesn't make any sense. Now, the, <laughs> poverty is a curse. Yeah, you know, I remember a phrase that Brother Hagin used to use. He says, many people have been religiously brainwashed yeah. instead of New Testament taught. So we, there's really a lot of people are biblically oh. illiterate, and so they don't right. really know what the Word has said. So we're not talking about religion. We're talking about what oh, the Bible yeah. has said, what God has promised. In fact, the words of Jesus in John 10, verse 10, he tells us that the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Ooh, That's to the almost full. To the full. And the Amplified says, till it overflows. So it's not just for you. It's for others. No. So you can help and bless the world. I've had some people say, well, bless God. You know, I'm believing this stuff. And I hadn't got anything. There's a scripture I want, to, uh, I want you to answer it. You don't have to answer it to me out loud. Answer it in yourself. And it's Proverbs 28, verse 13. Look what it says here. Whoever conceals their sin does not prosper. But the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Is What's there, that verse That's again? Proverbs 28, verse 13. 13. Whoever conceals their sin does not prosper. But the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Mm -hmm. Is there something in your closet? Think about that for a minute. And, and don't answer. You don't have to say it out loud. I'm just saying inside. If there's something there, then it needs to get out because it's blocking your prosperity. It's a blessing blocker. It's brother. a blessing blocker. That's a perfect statement. Brother Savelle says that. Jerry Savelle said it. Yeah. Get rid of them blessing blockers. Mm -hmm. You see, it's blocking. Whoever conceals that sin. See? There's a lot of things people, you know, they don't want you to know what they're doing. But what they don't, you know, when people repent, Kathy, and they ask God to forgive them of their sin, that's not when Jesus found out about it. No, he knows <laughs> you know, all. Oh, you did that. No, he knew that. That's when you decided to get honest with yourself and then ask the Lord to forgive you. And guess what? He'll do that. And guess what? All of a sudden, the, prof, the poverty gate closes, and the prosperity gate opens up. Because you find mercy, and right. his mercy endureth forever. You know, the Bible tells, you know, everybody seems to quote this verse that Jesus says that you, the truth shall set you free. Right. That's not really accurate. What it really says, when you know, that you, when you know the truth, mm -hmm. you will be free. Amen. It's the truth that you know that sets you That's free. That's right. In other words, you've got to understand it. Right. And Jesus said, and he said, you I shall am know, the way, he says, you shall know the, the truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth, and the truth shall set you free. He said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the, he didn't say I'm some truth. Or I'm about truth. He said, I am the truth. Yeah. Now, what truth do you want to use today for you to get blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out? Here's the truth. Jeremiah 29, 11. You, ladies, you believe in God for something? 
Put it on your refrigerator. 2911. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. The old King James. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you and plans towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you uh, uh, an expected end or a good and wonderful end. Now, I, right. I noticed something here. There was another verse you used when we were building the house, and it's Proverbs. 24. Proverbs 24, I believe verse 3, I believe you said. 3 and 4, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah, Proverbs uh, 24, verse 3. I'm going to read out the old King James. Oh, but it's so much better than the Amplified. Um, okay, now I want you to read it then. Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chamber be filled with all precious and pleasant Riches, yeah, my that's God! Good. Now that's that's Proverbs it's chapter twenty-four, verse three close. and four. What what is the uh, amplified? Say? It says, "Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house," and then in parentheses it says, "a, a life, a home, a family." A life, it, yeah. That's I mean, good. it goes beyond just sure, a just a house. house. Which it means our household, basically. So the word used there, it says a life, a home, a family built. And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. And by knowledge shall its chambers of every area be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Now... One thing, Kathy, Kathy's real good with furniture. She know how to pick pretty stuff. I've had people come to my house and say, Whoa, Lord, this is beautiful, this is that. Well... People say, well, I don't think you ought to have that. Whoa, 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 wait, before you want to criticize me, you're going to have to criticize what I just read. He says, I like it. I like it actually Wisdom. better. I like what he says, chambers. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Which, oh, you're going to get mad at that. Which means you can have expensive furniture if that's what you want. Well, I use that Am not right? just for my personal home, but look for the ministry. This oh, is yeah, a nice this is, this is nice, thing. nice furniture. We got this at Okay, how many of you ladies have wholesale? went, you went uh, shopping for furniture? You saw something you wanted, but it was a little too high, so you took something a little less. And what you took less was not bad. It was pretty. That's not the issue. You got good taste. But, buddy, if you could get this one, this one, and why is it always more expensive? Why? Why, why is all the, the nice stuff way more expensive? Because the reason why, because people take more time with expensive things. It's more labor. It's more Qual- work. Quality. They watch it. Quality. You see? And also, it may be rare, and if it's rare, it's very expensive. Now, you see, God don't mind you having it in every part of your house. I'm going to use that. I have a cocoa. Can I say my my quote? I have a little quote, and it came out of a magazine. I think it's a catalog. I cut it out. It's a quote from Coco Chanel. Coco. Coco Chanel. Yeah. Anyway, it reminds (laughs) me, but it's sweet. It's cute. It says, uh, the best things in life are free, but the second best are very expensive. (laughs) That's a good. That's true. And let me tell you about Chanel. I ain't never found anything at Chanel well, that wasn't expensive, but it was beautiful. Yeah. It was done but right. But the best things in life are free. Yeah. And God wants us to have the best mm. things in life, and 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 He has a way and a plan for that in His Word. So those are every every area of it. I mean, how many times we have to say this? The Lord wants to bless you. Watch this. Not just spiritually. Who don't want to be blessed spiritually? Not just physically, it's wonderful to walk in health every day of your life. Mm-hmm. But how about that financial area? That, uh, uh, wait, wait, God says every chamber will be filled. He said, I have a plan for you. I, in other words, you know how when you build a house, you got a blueprint, right? Right. And, you, and you, the architect, when he r- draws those blueprints, as far as he's concerned, that house is built. Mm-hmm. Before ever a piece of lumber ever gets out there on that, on that site, In that architect's mind, it is built. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Come a little closer to me. Listen to me. Your beautiful house, physically, 
It's already built in God's mind. Now, when can he deliver it to you? Maybe you need a car. Let me, I'm just using things. So remember, you know, and the reason why I'm saying that because people are struggling right now in a lot of a nice car. Well, I'd love to have a nice car, but I can't buy. Well, he ain't asking you to pay for it. He's asking you to believe for it. That's the greatest statement I believe God ever gave me in my life when I was driving in 1978 and I, I was passing through Lafayette, Louisiana on my way to Opelousas when the Lord said, look up, I'm going to give you a jet. And boy, I've been criticized because of that jet. Lord gave it to me. I'm not, don't get mad at me. He the one did it. And I said, God, I can't afford to fill up this Toyota I'm driving. And I, I mean, my mind was, I said, I can't, there's no way. It's impossible. And the Lord had to holler at me, Jesse, Jesse, I didn't ask you to pay for it. I asked you to believe for it. When he said that, oh, took the pressure off. Now, I had to have faith to believe he would right, do that because right. faith without works is dead, right? What? Watch this. He had a plan. I'm thinking I can't fill up a Toyota with gasoline. God's plan for me was to have a jet, and some of you criticized it. Hmm. Don't in get fact, mad at me. When you first oh, wait, 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 let me finish that. Uh, uh, I'm going to get in here in a minute. And some of you criticized that. I'm a very blunt man. You will never misunderstand Jesse Plants. Never. See? Now, why did you do that? It is not your fault. I'm not blaming you at all. That's that deceiver. That's Satan doing that. Mm -hmm. Do you know I have flown cancer victims? You didn't know that. I've never told anybody. That's the first time in my life I've told. People, and if I wouldn't have went and get them and bring them back, they'd have died so I could get them to some medical facilities. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Now, I will never tell you that again. I never tell people what I do. Why? Because I protect the dignity of people's lives. Bible said, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, especially when you're trying to help somebody who can't help themselves. You see, what? I don't have a problem telling people about an offering, Kathy, but when it comes to that kind of situation, I, I, keep, I keep that to protect them. See, God had a plan for me to fly all over the world. I didn't mean to cut you off what you was going to say. Yeah, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> that, that's I okay. always interrupt you. Well, that's, 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 this is all okay. We okay, were just, thank you. I, I was just thinking that. about what happened right then when, <laughs> you, <laughs> when you shared that, mm -hmm. your, what you, God had showed you to someone, and they ridiculed it. Ooh. So the point of, you know, we can find out about God's good plan. Sometimes we have to be careful who we share it with because there's always those dream killers out there oh, who want to killer. rob the dream out of our hearts. You heart. got a sermon called Beware of the Dream Killers. That's yeah, but I was, yeah, I, I, it's a great I, one too. Yeah, I think it's a <laughs> I think anyway, it's the best you ever preached. Well, no, well, thank you. I like that verse. But I the point it. was is that this pastor that you shared that with even said what he said, you don't have enough gas to fill up that Toyota. How you can get that? Yeah, I mean, I drove when I got there and I thought, him, but I thought he would be happy for me. Mm -hmm. Guess what the Lord said? He said, he did this. Not the Lord. Who said No, I that? told him, I said, guess what the Lord did for oh, okay. me? And I told him the vision. He went, he had that oh, sour, just, you can't, sour look. Yeah, you can't fill up a Toyota. How you going to get a jet? I mean, he could at least... He knew I had heard the Lord. He knew he was, I was a man of God. I was very, in the very beginning of my ministry, mm -hmm. but he couldn't handle that. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, and I have been royally criticized because I have a jet. I, have, I don't have four of them. That's the truth. But I've had a jet. I have a jet. You see what I'm saying? To preach the gospel all over the world. But, you know, I'm going back to that thing. That, that last cancer victim did pass away this many years ago. It touches me when I think about it. Had, we had to help him. Get out the, the plane. This man couldn't walk. I mean, this man is in excruciating pain, and you know how much he weighs? About 65 pounds. That cancer just beat. And he looked at me, and he put his, he said, thank you for coming and get me. Thank you for helping me. Now, I'm going to take all your criticism you can say about that plane. See, you don't know that now. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. 
I'm, I'm surprised that the Lord is making me reveal this because I'd never do those things. But it helped him. He lived about maybe, uh, I'm trying to hold this back here. He lived, he lived for about maybe a month, month, uh, maybe three weeks or, or four weeks, something like that. But he, he, not, and I'm, he just couldn't get over it. He said, Brother Jesse, I would have died. I had no way. And I wanted to get home so I could see my kids. Now, you can say what you want. Did I charge him? No. Did it cost me a lot of money? Yes. Flying planes are not cheap. Jet fuel is way more expensive than gasoline. You see what I'm saying? It could be against planes. You see what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not trying to make you, make, feel good, make, make you feel good about me. I'm just telling you something. But you see, I was in that man's plan. God had a plan for that man to get home. I really believe God had a plan for him to be totally healed. But he said, you know, this is as far as I can go. And, Lord, I'm ready to, be, I'm ready to go home. Now, you know, when somebody says that, mm -hmm. I can, the Lord's not going to break their will because I want them to stay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, heaven's I, a pretty good place. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a pretty good. It's very yes. good. You know, it's such a blessing of the Lord. So when you understand that I never knew that I would be in that man's uh, life, that plan, but yet God said to give him peace and hope. And he was so glad that he was able to get home and spend time with his children. Mm -hmm. And uh, he went home to be with the Lord. And I had to tell you the same thing. <laughs> that same man, you, 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 I don't know if you were with me or not. When I went to the hospital, this is when he passed. And I had, I just finished preaching. I was there. I he was with, and I had on a suit. And in those days, boy, everybody just dressed up like crazy when he went to church, you know. And the doctor looked at me and said, are you his minister? And I said, yes. And it was the lady doctor. She said, he will not be able to hear you. He's in a coma, and he's going to pass probably in the next five minutes or ten minutes. And I just smiled. I don't mean to be rude. I went, yes, ma'am. She says, uh, and then she said something kind of stupid. She said, help me. I said, help you. She said, her, 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 his wife is wanting him to live. <laughs> she wanted me to, like, this man's going to die. This man's going to die. Well, that may be true, but my God, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, she, the only reason why he was dying because he chose to go to heaven because mm -hmm. by Jesus' stripes he was healed. That's a whole other thing. And so I didn't say that to the wife. So I walked in like that, and he was like this. And I walked up to him, and I put my hand on his hand like that. He opened his eyes, and the doctor does this. And like he, His eyes may be open, but he can't see you. And he says this, nice tie. <laughs> I said, what? He said, that's a nice tie. Mm -hmm. He could see my tie. I took my tie off and I said, it's for you. Oh, he went like, oh, I said, no. Let me put it on you right here. So I just laid it across. Of course, he had that hospital thing like that. He put it on. And he wasn't the more than a few minutes. The doctor was right about that. But I was not going to give that doctor, uh, go in there and tell his wife, oh, you know, you just got to take this. And he had a glorious home going mm -hmm. and a great testimony. See, that was a, in that situation, there was prosperity. Mm -hmm. The doctor said he had never, can't see me, can't hear nothing. All of a sudden, he's talking about my tie. Mm -hmm. And then he, he looks at his wife, says, I love you, and I'm soon to head out. And he goes mm -hmm. home to be and, with and Jesus. And we'll talk about that when we get to heaven and, Amen. and see him there. I'm going to ask him, you, you got my tie? <laughs> <laughs> he's got something better. Oh, much better. See, now you think about that. Even in that kind of tough situation, God had a plan That's right. to prosper. Mm -hmm. Watch that. And to give a hope in the future. And I did not know this, but two or three years before that, the Lord gave me that, pers that person a word from the Lord and told him, and I didn't know he was concerned about his children. I didn't know he was fighting that then, but he never said nothing. And I said, 
the Lord told me to tell you that you never have to worry about your kids. He knows your kids. He knows, you know, he'll take care of your kids. And boy, I saw him go, huh. Mm -hmm. And it, I found out a year and a half later that he, he had cancer mm -hmm. and it had spread all over his body. I think it was stage four or something like that. And, uh, but I'm not trying to make you feel sympathy for me. Listen, all I wanted to do was be a blessing. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So if it, if it takes the persecution of the world, I will take it. I'd rather have the favor of God, and you can talk all you want about my blessing and my prosperity. I'm going to be a blessing going somewhere to bless. Yeah, our vision, you know, Jesse, mm -hmm. is to reach people and change lives one soul at a time. One soul at a time. Can I read a testimony yes, about can. one soul that we didn't even know about till last Thursday? Some uh, a part of oh, yeah. a, oh, yeah. a pastor friend of mine sent the, of ours sent this to me, and it says, "Hi Jesse and Kathy, I have no doubt that y'all are well. We are all well, doing well. I had to drop this quick note. I hired I hired a handyman to do some work on our house. Well, in a chat we had after his team finished, I learned from him that he wasn't really into religion. I told him that I wasn't either." But even before I revealed what I did, he said one person inspired him more than anyone, Jesse Duplantis. <laughs> of course, I had to tell him that I know that guy. And he's got like thumbs up and a smiley emoji. And he says, things were, went exponentially well from there. He is prospering wonderfully during this time, having received your teachings and putting them into consistent practice. I told him that he will never run out of work. Ooh. He says, this is the first time I used this guy, and I had no leading to choose any other group. God is good. Thanks for all you do. You and Kathy do. Much love and Wasn't blessing. that a blessing of the Lord? Now, you know, that's the whole key. You don't even know this person. I don't even know They've this, been, And I, think, I don't know if they're watching the social media posts or right, YouTube yeah. or the broadcast, or where, or, or but God's TV. getting that message to him. Yeah. His life has changed See, you got to understand something. It's I'll not just, religious. No, it's not religious. <laughs> like, I go into a church, and they got TV lights and everything. Everybody thinks I'm looking at them. I can't see nothing. All I see is bright lights in my eye. And I have some people say, he's looking at me. He's looking at me. <laughs> I don't even know you're there. It's hard for me to see. But God does. So I want to give you what Jesus says. God says, I have a plan for you. Ooh, I think thoughts towards you, plans mm -hmm. to prosper you, not to harm you. Ooh, I love that. To give you peace, to give you a hope and a future. You know, that's one thing I have done all my life. Uh, I have one daughter and, and one granddaughter. Right. And from the day they came into my presence, when you, when you presented uh, Jody to me, Mm -hmm. we, and we, they, they rode, you, rode you out, I think, in a, a, a wheelchair or something. You were holding Jody. I had made up my mind that I would make a future for Jody. You see, but it would come a point in time where I wouldn't be her favorite man. I didn't like that. Her husband became her favorite man. I didn't like that neither. <laughs> but the Bible said, then will a man or woman leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. And I did husband. that. We did that you 50 did. years right. ago. That's right. That's correct. And thanks for all of the comments and the well wishes oh, yeah. for our anniversary, Thank you. Yeah. by the way. We really appreciate all I, that. I, and I have to say it here. I married this woman 50 years ago, and we ain't had a honeymoon yet because we've been working, you know, working. Lord, I think on our geez. anniversary day, we had we were watching the news because it was a like a tropical, tropical storm. storm that was in Jesus. the Gulf. and. All kinds of, and we were praying. People we're come, praying. but Jesse, is it going to be all right? It. But Jesse, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Don't worry about it, you know. I said, well, yeah, we, we, know how to, we know how to take care of those kind of things. We know how to believe God. Mm -hmm. And do, see, because you see, that is a, that's a deceiver and a destroyer. Mm -hmm. And I know how to handle that. Sure. But by using the power of eternity, they use the name of Jesus to rebuke that. 
I had a man ask me one time, how do you get rid of a hurricane? And I say, you poke its eye out. <laughs> See, you name it, and it got, and Once it's they eye. name it, they, they... Yeah, you know, you poke its eye out. You Let me help you. If you live in hurricane country all over the eastern seaboard, along the Gulf Coast, whatever, or if you're overseas and you got, uh, you know, like in Australia, uh, they hit you in different places. In other words, everything named bows at the name of Jesus. Jesus that's right. So you poke its eye. You command wind shear and dry air to get into that storm. It'll shut it and of down. Course, and we, of course, plead the blood of Jesus Oh, over definitely. We draw that bloodline. Nothing can families. go through that blood. Now, that's not prosperity. I don't know what it is. That's, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. <laughs> so what, what plan does God have for you? I think maybe you ought to pray and ask God, Lord, what do you, what, what do you have in mind for me? I'd sure like to know. And I think we ought to do that right now. Let's just pray. Father, in Jesus' Thank name, you, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to reveal the plan that you have for people that are watching. I thank you for it right thank now, you, whether it be spiritual, physical, or financial, or all three, that there will come great smiles on their faces because they know, God, that they can rely on you and trust you because you said, my covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Yes, so Lord. today, I speak prosperity, yes. financial blessing, Wisdom. spiritual blessing, physical blessing thank in you. every Wisdom area of their life right now, this day. As they watch this, I thank you for it. I believe you for it. I call it done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. <laughs> what a blessing of God. And see, that's a plan. Yes. See, that's a plan. I wasn't going to do this today. I had something else in mind. And all of a sudden, I said, when I heard about all the many views that you, that you saw the last week, I said, well, let's just do part two. So take Jeremiah 29 11, and my God, if you want, put it on your refrigerator. Whatever, you know, wherever you see it. And, uh, and every time you walk by it, declare that, and God will help you. And I, we're gonna, I'm going to read it again, first out of the King James, and then I want you to read it all again we'll out of the Amplified. Jeremiah. You ready? All right, let's get over to Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah 29. I'm, I'm going to read all four verses. Kathy got to preaching there a while ago. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm, and then I want her to read it out of the, uh, that's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 mm -hmm. through 14. Here it starts. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts and plans of peace and not of evil, to give you an, uh, a good end or a good future. It's called an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, you shall go and pray unto me, and we just did. Mm -hmm. And I will hearken unto you, he will go answer you. <laughs> you shall seek me, we just did. Yes. And find me, we just found him. When you shall search for me with all your heart, I pray with all my heart, the Lord Jesus. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity. And I will gather you from all the nations and from the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away, captain. Now read that in the Amplified again, Kathy. Okay, verse, to it. verse 11. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Amen. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, Ooh. to give you hope in your final outcome. Then you will call upon me, and you will come and pray to me, and Ooh. I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me, inquire for, and require me as a vital necessity, and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Glory to God. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will release you from captivity and gather you from all the nations and all the places to which I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I caused you to be carried away captive. Now watch this. I know what some of you are thinking. Well, he was talking to Israel. Yeah. He was talking to Abraham, Abraham's people. 
We are the seed of Abraham. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? That means everything God said to Abraham is yours. That's even better. Everything the Father God said to Jesus Christ That's right. is yours. That's right. He came to set us free. So we declare today that you're, you're going to be, sh those shackles that have held you bound are going to be released in the name of Jesus. Freedom. No other choice. No other choice. Freedom. I'm going to say one more thing and then we'll close. I got some great friends of mine named Mark and Rachel. Now, there's a lot of people named that, so they know who I'm talking about. I am believing God. I read the text that you sent, Kathy, that you and Rachel went sitting that thing as a point of contact. Well, you got two of us agreeing with you, bless God. And, it's, and I believe it shall be because the word of God said it. Right. And notice you said, he cannot change his word. That's Psalms 89, 34. My covenant will not break. Now watch this. Nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Did Jeremiah 29, 11 come out of his lips? Mm -hmm. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have. Yes, mm -hmm. he can't alter it. Mm -hmm. Satan will try. He'll do everything he can. But he is defeated, restricted, and rejected. You are going to prosper today. Yeah. Spiritually, physically, financially, all three, or whichever one you want. Yes. In every manner of your life, don't take, if something bad happened, don't deny it. Deny it's right to affect you. That's right. When that storm came, the Bible says no weapon formed against you going to prosper. It didn't say it wouldn't be formed, mm -hmm. but it didn't prosper. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Do you have anything else to say Well, I was just I thinking about how God has an overall plan for mankind. Amen. But he has a specific specific plan for you as well, for your family, for your household. So we, as we prayed, you can go, after this is over, I want you to go back and read those verses of scripture that we read in, in Jeremiah chapter 29 and realize that when you seek God, he's going to reveal his step-by-step -step specific plan for you. He's going to order your steps. He's going to perfect those things that concern Amen. you because he has a good plan for your life to prosper you and give you a great future. Hallelujah. Oh my shotgun. Thank you. There's a lady been wanting a new dress. Guess what? You're going to get it. Glory to God. It's going to be pretty too. Oh, it's going to fit you. Glory to God. I just heard that so strong. The Lord said, she said, that's so That's minor, that's small. No, that's very big to someone. Mark my word. Hey, take a picture of it. I put it on. Take a picture of yourself. Send it to our ministry. We'll rejoice with you. It'll be a blessing. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. One more thing. To all our partners who help us do this, I can't thank you enough for what you do. Your faithful financial support has been so gracious to this ministry. 100% that you send into this ministry goes into world evangelism. Do you know we've been debt-free since 1982? No concept of debt. Mm -hmm. Think about that. I had a person that I just came in. Someone uh, sent something in on PayPal, a large donation today. Mm. Why? Why? Because evidently God told them to do it. Now, you know what I'm going to do with that? I know exactly what I'm going to do with that. We'll preach the gospel and get someone saved, healed, and touched. Amen. Until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying, thank you for watching us today. We love you, and you'll never be a day without prayer. See ya. Bye-bye.